Make sure they get my good side. <laughs> Which was that, bro? All around. <laughs> Especially the back side. Right. Oh, you know what? I don't even think it recorded. Oh, it did it? I'm gonna check. It's your first time on the internet, bro? Right. It didn't. I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> hey, man. It's always awkward starting these off. No worries. So you got the tea there, right? Yep, yep. So you're a singer, so you have to keep uh, in pipes. mind. Yeah. Your, your vocal cords, you got to keep them nice and warm. Is that the key? Uh, yeah, warm and moist. <laughs> <laughs> well, people love that word, don't they? Moist. Right, yeah. Welcome to a moist episode guys there you go <laughs> uh no guys thanks for tuning in um this one time today i have the pleasure of sitting down with a longtime friend of mine andres martinez um famously the singer uh guitar player too right yeah yeah vocalist guitar player yeah what don't you do uh badass soccer player um uh <laughs> your band ritmo latino uh based out of phoenix arizona yep um how long have you guys been together uh, I put the band together back in 2008. Okay. Uh, and we've uh, we've been here in the valley ever since, and uh, been fortunate enough to to uh, perform many different venues and festivals and opportunities. And uh, I've got a, a, a good opportunity just to to not only play and jam and, and work with great musicians, but uh, even you know even better people. Um, so it's it's always a pleasure to to play with the guys I play with. Well, especially the style you guys do because it's it's. How would you categorize, not, not to put a band in a category, but, you know, is it Latin jazz? Um, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the broad way of, of seeing it, mm-hmm. uh, the broad term, uh, Latin jazz, because uh, obviously within Latin genre, there's so many yeah. um, styles. Um, but you could say Latin jazz because we comprise kind of what the, the, the actual jazz aspect um, with like the salsa rhythms and, mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, the more old school traditional salsa stuff like that, and as well incorporate um, just kind of the newer contemporary stuff, uh, as well as doing some salsa uh, while singing in English, which years ago wasn't really a thing. Um, Would you say it was like frowned upon? No, it just wasn't. It just wasn't a custom. Uh, gotcha. It wasn't very traditional, um, and so now. Uh, the industry is kind of shifting that way. It's been a couple, mm. several years now that that's that's been around, mm-hmm. and it has been done in the past. Don't get me wrong, but uh, it seems like now more days that's it's kind of more a thing, uh, and I think it reaches out to a lot more, um, uh, I guess, fans. You could yeah. say, you know, yeah, different that, different people, different walks that wouldn't normally listen to it because you, you know there there are some people that would say, well, I don't understand the word, so I'm not gonna. It doesn't pique my interest, right? And even so, I mean. Uh, there's still people that come to our shows or, or, or any amount of our gigs. Um, and again, most of our you know music and repertoires is in Spanish. Uh-huh. But um, to get to your point, we were talking about they don't the language barrier. They still enjoy the actual music aspect. And they'll come up and sometimes I'll get people, you know, they're saying, man, I, I, wasn't, I didn't know what, I understand a word you said, but it sounded amazing. It sounded beautiful. <laughs> and you guys had me dancing and having a good and time. And that's what's beautiful about your music. It, it right. really, it, it transcends borders, cultures, and race. It's because it's, it's just, it's just sound waves. Yeah. And I mean, uh, especially now, you know, these crazy times that we're all living, um, music is one of the best medicines and therapies that mm-hmm. for anyone in oh, the world and, and any, it, it has no, you know, age, yeah. race, well, and even color, to go, to go into like a, a different tangent. I mean, you get people that have Alzheimer's that can't remember anything, but you put maybe they were a pianist for you know forty years, and you put them in front of piano, and pff, 
bro, they take off. Yeah, like, muscle memory. Yeah. And even uh, I've seen a couple other uh, documentaries where it's exactly that is music therapy. Yeah. Um, and you, you said Alzheimer's. There's, there's a patient there, but I think it was Alzheimer's or Parkinson's, but they had a, they were having a hard time remembering. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they would play a certain song and they would remember that memory that they associated. Yeah. And then they would kind of, you know, they would obviously remember who they were and where they were at that time. Oh, um, wow. It, it's kind of like food. You know, when you taste something, uh, whether you, you taste it on the beach somewhere on a vacation or, Ooh, or somewhere, yeah. you know, you taste it and then you taste it again somewhere else down down you know down the path of life exactly and you like take that bite hole. yeah you take that bite and you just exactly it just sucks you back in and you're just like oh man i remember that brought me to that specific memory same thing with music you know it's, it's whether it's a single note or a single song or the lyrics of a song yeah um or just in general you know just the vibe that you had it, yeah it always comes back at, at some point and, and again um I, I count myself blessed and 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 uh as as an artist during these times because um, and obviously, again, these times we're all living, it's, it's been hard for everybody one yeah. way or another. And uh, and so what we're doing as artists and musicians can bring just a little bit of joy and and uh, uh, normalcy, if you will, you yeah. know, quote unquote, to, to everyone that's struggling. And and uh, so hopefully that's that's our, our main target is to kind of bring everybody some joy and some hope and, and just sure. have a good time, you know, and and. and and try and uh, leave all the other stresses behind for for yeah. maybe just a couple hours or a couple you know a couple songs. <laughs> that's, you know? that's just awesome you said that because as as we're sitting here doing our social media and posting you know whatever promo we're we're doing right now and it's yeah. it, it literally the tagline or one of the lines I said was uh, um, come you know come out join us while um, Ritmo Latino serenades our worries away. Nice. So yeah. it's like literally like yeah let's let's, let's leave leave your worries behind come in. Have fun for a little bit, de-stress, enjoy some music, enjoy some good food and, yeah, and beverages, yep. and uh, just have a moment to, uh, to, you know, relax. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's definitely what's needed now. And, and the arts is huge because, you know, my line of work, I sell musical instruments, musical equipment, recording, podcasting, streaming. Everybody is doing something now because everybody is stuck at home. And learning an instrument or recording, putting your ideas down, creating, being an artist, it's it's very, um, not medicinal, but what's the word I'm looking for? Like therapeutic yeah. in that sense. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and and it's, it's also very, it's, it's very technical. To me, I, I picture it working both sides of the brain because you need to be technically, you know, um, not a savant, but, you know, just proficient. You have to become proficient to play well. Um, but you also need to dip into that creative side to not just be some robot just doing scales, but to bring life to it. Right, um, right. Do you, do you, <laughs> you mentioned, you know, when you guys play, you guys play salsa merengue, stuff that makes you want to shake that booty, man. Yeah. So in these days and age where we're living in... Um, what is what's the word dirty dancing where it was like illegal to dance oh yeah yeah, is it, yeah. Is it that that movie like literally like it was a uh, footloose right footloose, also footloose that was, musical yeah, yeah. Like, i think it's that one they weren't allowed to dance yeah anywhere you can't go dance. to jail Don't and... do it. so it's like <laughs> it, it must be hard because you would gauge how well you're doing in a night by how many people are on their feet you know right. moving around yeah 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 so it's like, what, what do you what what is a good performance to you in in covid times um shit being just being able to get booked at this point yeah i don't know if there's a right or wrong answer for that um and it's a hard question but yeah you know we're we're adapting um myself as a solo artist and as well as with my band um just trying to do uh 
just different ideas and different projects. Uh, obviously, a lot of the stuff has gone uh, virtual, viral, you know, like like a lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, you know, we've we've done a couple of live stream shows uh, last year in, in 2020. Uh, one was a fundraiser, um, and a couple other a couple other things that we did uh, pre-recorded, and then as well as live stream mm-hmm. streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, and so no, now so now some of the industry is 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 moving towards that. Yeah. Um, and and. Uh, and as musicians, you know, as, as artists, working artists, you know, and this is what we do as a living. We've just kind of had to adapt just like a lot of other people in, in other industries um, just have to adapt to the times. Um, but again, I think going back, musicians and artists, not just musicians, but artists in general, mm-hmm. in general, uh, have always adapted to their times. You know, uh, this country has gone through so much. Uh, the world has gone through so much, um, whether it was, it was, you know, uh, world wars or or depression or whatever it was financial you know hardships um music has always always been there you know and again that brings me back to the point that i made is music is therapeutic and, and yeah. it's and it's uh it's a it's a universal language yeah uh it's a, it's it's therapy mm-hmm. and it's the best medicine uh because again music any genre any style of music has just always been there um in in during our times you know as civilization and 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 as uh uh, humans you know yeah well you could use it as a way to rebel you know i mean there's rebellious songs and 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 bands um you can use it to you know unify you can use it to to divide i mean it, it's a it's a tool at the end of the day yeah it's very um, powerful yeah it really is and because it transcends like i said you know um borders and and race and cultures Exactly. It, it really is it is a useful tool, which is why like i like i really like music that you know, can teach you a little something, um, whether it's a new genre or something, because I, I can't say I, that I, I listen to much Latin music or merengue or salsa, uh, you know, on my you know own time. Usually it's, you know, your standard hip hop, rock, um, really got into some meditation music recently, yeah, <laughs> as yeah. corny as that sounds. But no, that, yeah. that's also good, man. It's, again, during these crazy times, I mean, it's, you know, it's. It's again, it's good medicine. Good, you know, good yeah, hell yeah. Well, I'm, I'm anticipating because um, sh- shit, man. Like I've known you for o- almost ten years, and I've yet to see you guys play. Even like a handful of years ago, my coworker went and saw you guys and was like, "Dad, they're awesome." And this guy, I'm talking about, like he's a luthier. He builds guitars and uh, very proficient himself. And he was like, "Dude, they're they're amazing." So I, I'm definitely looking forward to Thank seeing you, you guys. Yeah, on I think you've seen like the the smaller ensembles, but I don't think you've ever seen the whole band. Yeah, um, definitely not. Which the whole we're, band. we're we're excited, you know, that uh, we're we're going to be able to get most of, um, excuse me, most of our players for this show. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's 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 gonna be great. It's gonna be fun, uh, just as much fun for us for yeah. all our all our fans and friends and family and any and anyone who, everyone who's gonna join us. You know, it's uh, we haven't played a, a big show like this um, again with 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 most of the members of the band in in over a year. Uh, you know, wow. given the circumstances. Yeah, yeah. And so we're just as excited as, as everyone that's going to come down and join us, and, and it's going to be a great time all around. Man. Well, I'm 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 anticipating bringing another ten people that have never seen you play before. Perfect. So hopefully we'll get two ten new fans. There you go. That. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be good. Either ten ten new fans or ten new people to just start throwing bottles at us. But either way, it's ten extra people. <laughs> as know? long as they film it and it goes viral, right? <laughs> yeah. As long as it goes viral, then we're all good. Even man. bad press is good press. <laughs> um, so so you're saying you're playing you're playing with most of the band, the full band. So as as a, a Latin band um, or you guys in general, 
you you can go down as low as a duo right i mean once you become it's just you know solo act then you you become your own thing but so you've done duos trios um yeah and again we've been working here in the valley for years and and uh, all of my all of my musicians and and uh that you know that back me up and they play with me and, and of course they're my friends as well uh, but they also also have their own projects that they work on yeah. outside of ritmo latino uh, whether it's their duos or their other projects or mm-hmm. uh, some of them go on tour you know national international tours uh, so they're always got their own tours, and most of them are music teachers here in the valley, okay. uh, different schools and different uh, companies and, and educational programs. Um, but uh, uh, what was the question again? You 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 go down. You've played. Oh right, duo sorry. Yeah, yeah. Quartets. Lost track. Yeah, yeah. yeah so good. again, just working through in the valley throughout the valley, and and uh, what's in that tea, bro? And the, right, <laughs> <laughs> and put enough uh, enough tequila, margarita yeah. in it. Um, yeah, I, so so depend- I got your share right here. Right, yeah. Depending on the on the gig, you know, we're 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 flexible and uh, you know for a business aspect point of it. Yeah. Um, but again, with Ritmo Latino, we've always you know we've been blessed to play uh, numerous amounts of shows here in the valley over the years and and festivals. Uh, we've played at uh, the Nash World Jazz Club right down the street, actually from here. Wow. Uh, we've played. Uh, I was just talking to you, sharing this memory that we played. Uh, Six years ago now. Six years on 2015 the day. on the day, yeah. So we were doing the, the NFL experience uh, festivities because the, uh, the Super Bowl was here at the time. Yeah. I think it was Patriots and Seahawks that year. That sounds right. I think that's what it was. Um, and so we were blessed uh, to perform there at the stage, you know, uh, and we got to open up for The Roots. Um, mm. So that was, that, was, that was pretty cool, along with some other acts that were with us and, and that, were, that were on the bill for that day. Uh, but The Roots were headlining that, that night. And, yeah, and, uh, and you got to share a stage. And yeah. You know, it's, the, it's the Super Bowl experience. Exactly, yeah, yeah, and just meeting great musicians, you know, Quest and all them from The Roots. Just uh, Besides being great musicians, just being good people, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, it's good to hear. And... Uh, so yeah, again, as as a whole, as a as a whole, as a collective for the band for Rimo Latino, and and we've had players, uh, musicians come in and out, uh, just because life happens, and some of our guys have moved out of state or mm-hmm. or they've gone on long tour, uh, long term tours. Yeah. And so we've had, uh, you know, different players, and that's why I say I've had I've had the the opportunity and, and been blessed to be able to meet new players and and. Uh, and not only work with them as musicians and jam with them and, and create music, which is what we love to do yeah. as a living, but uh, but just meet great people and, and share new experiences and and get down like that. And, and like I said, we've numerous rounds of festivals here in the Valley, the other Los Muertos festivals that they have here, mm-hmm. uh, the Arizona Taco Festival. Um, again, just numerous numerous of venues as well, the Desert Botanical Gardens, uh, all over. So we, we've been blessed and and. Uh, We've been given great opportunities throughout the years, and, and we're thankful yeah. for it. Beautiful, man. I think we got a good one coming up on the 11th, man. Yeah, Let like I said, that. man, uh, you guys, you know, you, you and and, uh, and Jim here and Joe and, and everyone that's involved, uh, you know, are, are uh, having us out, and it's, and it's going to be awesome. Like I said, we haven't played a show with with all my guys in, in over a year, uh, again, given the circumstances. Yeah. And so we're looking forward to it, man. We're 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 like just like you said, man. We're getting ready just just as much and just as bad uh, eager, I guess. You know, yeah. Anticipating uh, coming out here and Ooh, just shaking our asses. Get some good energy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start coming out here and start shake that booty and, and get down. You know, and, and like I said that night, you know, we we'll get the ritmo latino experience, if you will. You know, get down to some cumbia, some what, what salsa, kind of, some, uh, some romantic stuff too for some of, okay. some of those love 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 birds. That I mean, be in this the house Valentine's Day weekend. That's it is. Right. It is going to be that Come weekend. Out. Yeah. So we'll, we'll also throw down. Um, I keep forgetting we got the camera over there as well. 
just do the audio. But anyways, um, yeah, we'll do some romantic stuff, some boleros, some old school boleros. It's uh, that uh, those uh, they call them the panty dropper songs, the, the choni droppers. Yeah, baby. Uh, but like I said, we'll mix it up. We'll do a little bit of everything, some romantic stuff, and 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 of course the dance music. You know, we'll do some cumbia and some salsa, and, yeah, and just uh, some beautiful, great energy to for everyone to come out and just get down what, with us. What uh, what kind of shots get gets your band really loose? Shots. <laughs> <laughs> um, what should, what should they be sending you if they're like, hey, these guys are doing real well. Send them. Well, some. we tend to not drink on the job, first Good. of all. Oh, awesome. But uh, but start. if you want to be low key and just bring something, maybe positive, just leave it next to the stage, and maybe we happen to see it and <laughs> and take a sip of it. Um, no, you know our our guys are. are uh, they're professionals. They're, you guys are pros. Man. Yeah. Well, no, I was gonna say. I mean, they're 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 from all over the world. So, uh, or, or I should say, we have different nationalities and different oh, backgrounds. Oh, nice. Uh, so I have a couple Cuban natives, good friends of mine. Okay. Uh, and so obviously they're they're used to they they like their rum. Yeah. You know? Oh, I love rum. Uh, me being Mexicano, you know, tequila or, or whiskey, you know, and mm-hmm. um, but yeah, everyone's uh everyone's standard throat, I guess I should say. You know, they they don't discriminate. <laughs> yeah. They're uh, equal opportunist. Um, uh, pisteadores, you know, drinkers. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, we, we like to have our drinks here and there, but you know, we're, we're, it's all about the music for us. And and uh, but either way, yeah, come on down. We'll show a drink with you guys, and and uh, it'll be it'll be a fun time. That's man. It'll, right. It'll it is down. Valentine's Day weekend, man. It yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, bring your loved ones. Uh, bring you know the person you're you're courting. Is that the word they used to use? Maybe? Courting. Yeah. Courting. Why not? Uh, bring that. Bring that. That. Uh, that beautiful date that you've been wanting to take out for a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be a great night. And, uh, yeah, it, it'll, be, it'll be fun. Like I said, we'll, for, we'll do some romantic stuff in there as well. Good. So, well, so. And, and people should know, too, that, um, you know, Golden Margarita is doing a really good job here of, of you know, keeping the tables socially distanced. Um, where we're going to be playing, I mean, they got, it's, it's an open bar area. Um, so they, they got, you know, spacing's right. You know, if you're going to be up out of your seat, you got to have a mask on. Right. Yeah. So and they're, they're doing it right. Yeah. And I think, again, the norm, you know, everyone's uh, having to um, all across the board, you know, restaurants and venues and and, uh, and us as well as, as musicians, you know, have to put up with with the mask and everything. And of course, at the end of the day, we still want everyone to be safe. Yeah. Um, and, and, uh, practice, you know, the, the, uh, the, the guidelines that are, have been set in place and, mm-hmm. and, and just be aware, you know, just be aware. Cause we, we want to, we want everyone to be safe, but we, as you mentioned earlier, uh, everyone's kind of been cooped up and, 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 and getting out for a bit and, yeah. and, uh, just de-stressing a bit, you know, is also good for, for the mind, soul and heart oh, and body, you know? And so again, we want everyone to come out have a good time. Uh, and and of course, yeah, Golden Margarita has been doing a, a great uh, job here as far as social distancing and and um, again, just follow the guidelines, you know, and, and just yeah. like you would ever anywhere else. But uh, but it will be safe, you know. Uh, tables will be social distance, uh, as you mentioned. Where we'll set up uh, over at the bar, it's, it has it has those huge doors, right? That, yeah, that open up huge bay doors to yeah. the outside. So so we won't technically be all be inside it's yeah i don't know how to, how to explain yeah it, well where i'm gonna sit outside is, is, is it looks just like this except it's literally outside like it's right the, the, the huge the nice starts, patio it's, it's nice it's really nice patio and it's beautiful and, now it's space arizona in february and man that's it's the amazing. best part man it's, it's yeah. gonna be great the weather's gonna be nice and uh and yeah it's, it's it's a great venue to to come out and check it out plus like you mentioned really good food oh um, yeah i haven't eaten right now so i'm i'm already yeah. Already oh, we're gonna get some eyeing the menu and everything just because yeah. uh, I know I know it's pretty good. The other day we tried the salsa. That was that was yeah. 
pretty Dude, good. Their mozzarella sticks are the size of this mic. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you place an order, they bring you three three mozzarella sticks this big. There you go. There they you go. Put you down. But, uh, but yeah, they have great food and, and uh, great service. Everyone's super nice here, super kind. Uh, it's always it's always uh, it's, a, it's a nice vibe and 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 they've been doing pretty good considering they just opened up not too long ago right they had the yeah, grand opening up in September right <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and and so wild and so with you guys's help with the help of the community um, you know just another way to come out and support a local business uh, and uh, again during these crazy times we know it's we know this has affected everyone in one way or another immensely and uh, and so it's 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 a great you know it's a, it's another great uh, way to to show support. Uh, not just for the venue here at Golden Margarita and, and, and the employees and workers and staff and servers, yeah. but for us as well, again, as musicians, uh, it's, it's been uh, it's been tough, like I said, not just for us. I know it's been tough all across the board for many, many people, many industries, many jobs. Uh, so, again, just in general, I think it's a great way to come on out, de-stress a little bit, be safe, have some good food, have a couple drinks. Uh, and get down to some music, you know. Como, yeah. Like my buddy uh, Gabby, he's our he's our lead guitarist. He'll play. Uh, he'll say, "Vamos a tirar chancla, get down and dance." Oh you know? yeah, zapateadas. Zapateadas, yeah. So come on out para tirar chancla un rato como hizo el compagabi. Yeah, tirar chancla. That's almost like cut a rug. That's right? like the hey, English version go. of cut a rug. Exactly. That's exactly. what it is, baby. Yeah, come out. I mean, it's not it's not encouraged, but you know, just just come out and have a good time. But um. Uh, the other thing that you, you're working on that I saw was you're trying to uh, you've sang the national anthem at a few different uh, venues and sporting outings in, in the valley here, and I think you in Denver as well. You said right? No, so I, I haven't yet at Denver, uh, but I'm in talks with them to to perform it uh, next NFL season, which would be 2021, 2022. Yeah. Uh, so I'm in talks with them, a couple other organizations, a couple other teams uh, so far in in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so I'm in talks with them, uh, to yeah. So it's a, it's a goal that I that I that I've been working on for a bit now. Um, obviously, it probably it, it won't happen all in one season. So the goal is mm-hmm. to sing. Uh, I'm trying to sing the national anthem uh, at all 30 NFL stadiums uh, throughout the country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've I've, I've sang it here in, in Arizona for the Cardinals. And again, this is just for NFL, but yeah. Uh, and I've done it for the other organizations. I've done it for Phoenix Suns here and. Diamondbacks and Coyotes, and but again, specifically talking about NFL, I'm trying to sing it at all NFL, all 30 NFL stadiums. Um, so yeah, just kind of a, a side project. I've been doing the national anthem as a soloist for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've sang the anthem, I've been singing it for years and yeah. different stuff. Like but did what's it in it, high school? It, it and hits stuff like different that. though, right? It hits different. What's that like singing it in front of like a packed stadium? Like, like yeah, I mean, I remember the first the, uh, the first time because I've done it a couple times for the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, uh, and the first time I did it. Um, prior to that, a long time ago in, in uh, my younger years, uh, I had been working in Disney World out in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was doing some entertainment stuff out there for, for, for Disney. Like what? You were playing Aladdin or something? No, I was singing in a show out there. Yeah, what was, kind of a, show? Let's talk a, about this. What is Lion this? King show. <laughs> Lion, you're in Lion King? Yeah, but it's, were, not, it's, not on, how, it's not how you think. <laughs> what do you mean? How, what do you, how do you know what I'm thinking? Um, it was a 30-minute puppet show with live singers live dancers wait so are you also doing oh no marionettes no 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 like i'm saying i was just one of the singers yeah and then there's there's puppeteers that handle some of the other um some of the other actually i don't know if i should be talking about this because we're not what i don't know if disney catches up and i'm I'm giving up the disney magic (laughs) how are you giving up the disney magic that it's not you singing back there no not that i'm just saying you know the the 
there's there is no puppets you know they're all real oh characters. oh you get that talk when you get hired huh right yeah yeah so whoa but uh, not to get into too much detail yeah it's it a really cool opportunity really cool show that i did a long time ago several years back well, i'm intrigued by not to and, keep going back to the disney thing but i'm intrigued by by uh people that have worked for disney because uh they they do they put out a great product um they're they have it in their mind of how it should be and how to perfectly execute it. And I think they do a really good job on a lot of things from yeah. the outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the two martial arts instructors that we were taking our kids to, um, the husband was, uh, was an ex. I don't think the, the girl was, but he worked at, uh, at a Disney, Disney cruise. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. do the way he handled kids and the way he was able to just vocalize and, you know, come across and dude, it was amazing, man. So yeah, like, yeah. like it, they, they find perfect people for that. So yeah. That's a lot about you, brother. And, and thanks, bro. And overall, I had a great experience out yeah. there. Um, it was fun. And, uh, like I said, it was, it was back, back in right after college. Yeah. I guess right after college, I don't know if it was during or right after. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great experience overall. I had a good time. It, it taught me a lot uh, in a lot of aspects, you know, in, yeah. in, in the entertainment world and in, in uh, the pr- my professional, you know, career. And again, I was, you know, twenty something at the time. And yeah, and, uh, yeah just overall taught me a lot about myself. Um, living on my own, you know, obviously I just left my family's place, and again, it's just just a lot of good experiences. That's and huge, man. Cool moving to a different state. Did you have any family there? No, I didn't, man. Ooh. So I just uh, it, so long story short. I actually had auditioned first uh, for the Disney line, uh, Disney Cruise Lines. Yeah. Um, because at the time, uh, so I've, I've also done music theater uh, here in the Valley and, and worked with some of the theaters here as well, again, a long time ago. Yeah. Before I really focused on down on music and, mm-hmm. and, and actually right before I started Ritmo Latino. Okay. Uh, but again, not, not to, uh, no, I love not this. to make this, this story this, too long. This podcast is just us talking, baby. Nice. But... Um, uh, yeah, so at the time I was I was in a production here in Phoenix, Arizona, of uh, of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. Okay, and um, and so we did that uh, again right down the street here in downtown Phoenix. That we the show was over at the Herberger Theater. Um, Not beautiful venue. Oh, it's great. Uh, a lot of a lot of shows come through there. Yeah. Um, beautiful venue, um, beautiful theater, um, and yeah, we did about what was it? I think it was like close to a two month run. So we would do, I think it was eight shows a week. Wow. Yeah, so it might have been a little bit shorter overall, maybe like a month and a half. But um, anyways, uh, they did, They had a special casting. Disney had a special casting for the cast that was already in the show. So everyone that was already doing the production here of Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. they had a, a, a closed doors, I guess you can call it, audition for just us that were already part of this production. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And uh, they said, yeah, if anyone that wants to audition for Disney Cruise Line, we're going to mm-hmm. have these auditions. And and uh, and so I went, I did my audition, uh, you know, they, they did singing, uh, acting, and then dancing. Um which, 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 side note, everyone asks me, you know, I sing salsa and I sing Latin, you know, how good of a dancer I am. <laughs> that's why you sing? Yeah, that's why I sing, people. <laughs> but, uh, no, 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 I mean, I can, obviously, you know, I can carry rhythm and I, you know, I got my, I got my moves, my go-to moves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but again, in the music theater world, dancing, being a dancer is a whole nother aspect. There's a whole nother art. It's a whole nother profession. Uh, but again, I just went, you know, you know, in, at the time, I was young, and I was like, "Why not? I'm gonna audition for everything." Yeah. The worst they can say is no, and uh, which most auditions do say no, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> but there's always the one that 
that say yes, you know. Exactly. So again, uh, getting back to the story, I, I auditioned. Didn't hear from them for months. The show here ended. Everyone went on their merry way. I, I forgot what I got into right after. And then finally, a couple of months uh, later, I received a, a letter from from them saying that I that uh, that they didn't have an opening for me on the cruise line, but they had an opening for me in entertainment uh, Disney World. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know, if I wanted to go uh, to go down there to Florida and Orlando and uh and uh take that position out there yeah it's called character performance and uh and i said yeah like i said i i was young you, and i was you like i might pass as, that up, i was like i might as well get out of town for a bit and and uh go explore new new territories new horizons new adventures yeah. and packed my stuff and left and and you had asked if i had any family i didn't have any family any friends out there so i just got out there and um but again thankfully i met a lot of incredible cool people which i still now you know 12 13 almost 15 years? Nah, but yeah, a little over 10 years, maybe like 12, 13 years since yeah. that happened, maybe 14. But anyways, uh, a lot of good friends that, I, that I'm still in touch with to this day uh, because we all work together out there. So it was, it was fun, man. It was cool. Dude, yeah, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Like, yeah, you don't pass that up, man. Go to, go to Florida, work for Disney World. Yeah, man, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> but uh, but you back and you're bringing the heat, Ritmo Latino. Yeah, so coming back, uh, I that's when I... I I uh, decided to kind of just, instead of pursuing a musical theater career and acting and all that, mm-hmm. I, I just veered towards the music aspect. Uh, I've always been around music my whole life. Both my parents are music teachers. Uh, my dad's uh, a, 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 a guitar teacher and yeah. just overall general um, musician, general music ed, you know, teacher, yeah. uh, education. And, and my mom's a vocal coach and she taught for many years as well until uh, they both retired. Uh, but yeah, I was blessed, and I always tell this story. I always tell people, you know, I was, I was fortunate enough and blessed to, uh, to just, as far as I can remember, you know, I've always music has always been a part of my life. Yeah. Uh, my parents had a band here a long time ago in the '90s, and uh, here in Arizona, it's called Nosotros. Okay. And uh, they played uh, Andean folk music, so music from the region. South America, like Chile, Peru, oh. uh, Colombia. A lot of pan flute stuff, or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, some pan Dude, you got any of that? Flute. We don't perform it. Um, no, but I mean, they, you have like, did they put out any? Yeah, eight tracks, yeah, they, they, cassettes? they put out some. They have two cassettes and CDs. CDs have just started. Uh, I'll try. I'll try and uh, get, get, get me, you a get copy. Get me one of those, baby. Yeah, and so actually, that's 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 how I started gigging. And obviously, at first, my dad taught me guitar, mm-hmm. and I first started. The first thing I ever did musically was started singing. I started singing when I was about five or six years old. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, later on, once I was a little more. Um, mature, I guess, to to be disciplined enough to start learning guitar. My dad started teaching me guitar, and uh, eventually, uh, you know, I was probably about 14, 15, 13, 14, 15 around there when when I first started giggling, gigging professionally, which was with my parents. You know, they 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 take me out on their gigs and stuff wow. like that, and got to do a couple little tours with them, and and. Um, so what were you doing though were you playing like, i was playing guitar rhythm guitar yeah type? yeah yeah playing yeah. rhythm guitar and obviously the style is a lot different so it's it's uh, again it's folk you know folk Andean okay. folk music uh which is beautiful music it's yeah it's great and uh and and uh at the time my parents band nosotros was one of the only uh bands that played that genre in the whole southwest region oh uh, so they so were like we, a go-to we were yeah they were the staple. only band uh pretty much here um like 
the Four Corners and you know even Cali like there wasn't mm-hmm. there were some touring bands that would come through that played that style yeah but based out of Phoenix Arizona they were the only ones so um, so we got to do a lot of tours and and residencies where even myself as a kid at the time when I was getting into high school I was going on these tours with my parents where we would do workshops with pretty basically kids my age and teaching them about this music and how to make Dude, these instruments awesome. and and because uh, that was the other thing is is uh, the band itself pride itself on uh, it was very old school very traditional and folk so all the instruments were handmade uh they were brought to us from either bolivia from colombia from peru from the actual you know region um so it's very it's very uh old school very traditional and very folk um but again like i said the music itself is is awesome it's great and that makes sense that you guys would go around and do these i guess clinics you could almost say yeah so so uh at the time again my parents and their band were uh the band nosotros was was a part of uh the arizona commission on the arts roster uh, which they're they're still around um but at the time there's a lot of opportunities for um call them residencies it's basically going to different towns cities uh, and states and working with the youth uh, yeah. and doing work. So basically what we would do is Monday through Thursday or, or whatever it was, Monday through Friday, we would do workshops during the day, a couple hours a day, two or three hours, I forget how long. And it was explaining the music, um, obviously performing a bit for them, uh, explaining the, the, the history and background of the instruments themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one called Charango, which is a small, it's kind of like a mandolin, uh, except this one is... Uh, the shape's different. Well, the shape's different because the shell of it is made with the with the shell of an armadillo, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so it's called charango. Nowadays, it's a little more modernized, and they use wood, and they, they carve, like... Uh, Bend it and all that. Yeah, and, and the carving itself, is it's it's, a, it's an art piece itself. Uh, I'll try and show you sometime, but the back of them, they'll have, like, some sort of design, you know, or... or Engraving. Right, engraved yeah. in the wood. Uh, but like I said, back in the day, a long time ago, they would make them out of armadillo, armadillo. shells. Uh, it's a ten-string, uh, uh, ten double-string instrument. Um, so again, just kind of like stuff like that 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 no one would know about, and, and I'm sure even now, even as I'm explaining it, there's probably not a lot, a lot of people no. that know what, what a charango. Charango. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure. Uh, you Sounds know. like a, something you call a little kid. Me <laughs> charango. <laughs> not to be confused with chango. Chango. Yeah, yeah. Right? You probably call the little kids that chango. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it's just a whole week long workshop working with the kids, and at the end of the week, uh, the band ours, you know, nosotros would would perform a. Uh, a concert for mm-hmm. for the community you know for the for the students and their parents and it was just a big community out yeah there. that's awesome and that makes sense that you, you know your, if your parents are instructors or educators in that sense like yeah why not link up with um a foundation or a group an organization like that that would go and talk about i mean the music that they're performing um day in and day out yeah that makes total sense yeah yeah and of course them as a band prior to me getting involved they, they've had a they had it for years and they started off in down in mexico which is where we're from mm. um at guadalajara well my family's from sonora but at the time my parents were studying music in guadalajara and uh that's where they started the group back in the 70s i want to say around then wow. and again eventually they, they they migrated to the states and 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 then from here they they had their own um uh career i guess you know career and reputation yeah. and they as them as well got got to do many great tours and, and meet a lot of great artists and people. Are they and, coming out? 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> wake him up. <laughs> right? My parents go to sleep early. Uh, oh, damn. They can come from 9 to 9.15. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, my dad lives out in Vegas. My mom lives here. Oh, there you go. But, uh, yeah, it's a little, a, little, a little past her bedtime, but I'm sure she'll she'll watch live if we can get a little segment live. They know that. Yeah, that'd be something, cool. You know? But, uh, but yeah, my you know, I, my parents, you know, especially my mom, they've always been my number one fan, you know, and, and, uh, and whenever they can, you know, the, well, you know, they'll come out to a show and, mm-hmm. and concerts and, and, um, but, uh, but again, I'm grateful for them for, you know, cause I am who I am now because of the ways they raised me and, and, uh, over and, ge- and, and most importantly, uh, the music that they taught me and, 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 and the history and the discipline and the culture of what being a musician is. So Yeah, and do you think it came naturally to you or were they kind of like like really putting it in front of you? No, I think I've, I've always liked music and singing in general. I've, al- yeah. I've always enjoyed it, you know, and loved it. Um, and uh, But I will say, so the very first instrument that I took lessons was uh, violin. Okay. And... I didn't like going to the lessons. I yeah. just hated it. You yeah, know, I just wasn't into it. And uh, you know, I, I have to confess that there'll be times where I just be, and I was a kid, you know, and yeah. I'd just be screaming and yelling, you know, six, seven, eight year old kid not wanting to go to a lesson, music lesson. Um, I can picture that. I mean, and and so I first that was the first instrument that I played even before guitar. Yeah, and uh, I studied. Uh, uh, I studied here with the, you know with a teacher here in town and. And uh, I, I studied. It's called the Suzuki method, and um, yeah. So I, I got into violin and I played, and then even even through you know through my through my schooling, I played in you know middle school. Oh wait, so you, you stayed with violin? Well, yes and no. I played until about high school. Um, Damn. I think a big part of it was the teacher that I had ended up moving out of state. Yeah. And the following teacher after that was one of those, just those older, strict, old school, classical. Oh yeah 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 yeah. You know, and you need and a little just, flavor. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. It, we, I just had, didn't. It wasn't a good relationship that I had with that with that teacher, like the teacher I had before that. You know, my my instructor. Well, especially I had before. when you're comparing it, if you had like a really good teacher before, right? Like, yeah, and, yeah. And, and uh, so, so yeah, I got to the point where I just and at the, at the same time I was starting to learn guitar, mm-hmm. and uh, so yeah, I played all the way up through. Played violin, I think, through maybe my freshman year of high school. Yeah, when you're at a freaking house party in high school, it's much cooler to pull out the guitar than a violin. Right? <laughs> like yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I love, I love a violin. I love fucking fiddles and all that. But yeah, you you're at a party. Yeah, yeah. So. A lot easier pulling out the guitar. Yeah, pull out. Let me let me play these panty droppers real quick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but now I regret not continuing. Of course. With the violin of now course. because now I, I, who knows? You know, maybe I'd be getting some some other gigs as a violinist on top of what I already do. Yeah. Um, Be an- another, uh, you know, box to check off in your, yeah, re- yeah, your yeah. resume, so your re- repertoire. That and and, uh, and trumpet, you know, I, I, I regret. And I guess I, I still, there's always time, you know. I, I, I've been meaning to learn how to play trumpet. That was one of my, the instruments that I've, I've always found amazing and beautiful. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, just as well as the violin, like I said, now I see a violinist and I have a couple of violin, uh, uh, I have violinist friends um, who I'm just like, man, I should have kept playing violin, you know, now as an adult. 
That's tough though, because if you should, like, there's lots of like, oh, I should have kept with this, should have kept with that. But then it's like maybe you wouldn't have gotten so good at you know singing and playing guitar, and you know who knows what trajectory you would have actually gone in. Exactly. You know, maybe maybe you're out, you know, at State Farm Stadium playing the national anthem on the violin, like not singing but just playing it. Yeah, getting down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And like you said, who knows? You know, it's in retrospect, like, who knows what would have happened? Which is kind of going back to what I was saying when I when I came back from Orlando. Uh, I was tr- I was trying at the time I was trying to, to to pursue music theater and acting, uh, and I was thinking about moving to L.A. or New York because those are obviously those are the bigger cities mm-hmm. for that kind of uh, industry and profession. Especially Broadway, New York. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah, and uh, you know, again, I was I was fortunate enough and blessed to be able to work with a couple different theaters here in town, professional theaters here in town. Uh, but at the end of the day, it just you know, and I think it's just the old, you know, uh, the the what's it called? What's the word? Um, and I'm, I'm well, just something that was holding you back. No, no, no. I was just gonna say the the uh, the same old story from years past that that it's a hard profession to make a living oh, in, sure. you know, um, uh, financially. Yeah. And so at the time, I, I was I was uh, even even though I was blessed and, and having some work here, you know, as an actor and as a music theater performer, uh, financially it just wasn't. The numbers weren't adding up, you know. Especially to live in those those cities where cost of living is so high. Right, exactly. And like I said, I, I, obviously I was living here in Phoenix, um, so just like you said, I was like, man, it's 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 hard enough here in Phoenix. And granted, mm-hmm. again, Phoenix isn't New York or or, or L.A., but um, and I wouldn't say I was discouraged. I just at the same time because I also had my my uh, musician aspect background. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've always, you know, obviously, I've, again, my music's always been a part of my life. I just started focusing more on playing guitar, my music, and gigging more as a musician as opposed to a music theater performer. Yeah. Um, and that's what led to me putting together Rimo Latino. And um, and uh, so, like I said, just going back to, like I said, shoulda, coulda, woulda, or what woulda happened. or what. So, again, just coming back from Orlando, I didn't pursue acting, but I... But instead, I got this great, amazing band that we've had so many amazing, amazing opportunities and and been blessed in so many different ways to to perform and, and share our music with uh, with with our fans and with the world and and anyone who will listen. You know. Yeah, that's awesome. Do Do you guys um, like put out any original uh, music, or is it mostly covers and renditions? So it's renditions. We have some arrangements that we've done on on some. Uh, tr- uh, Traditional pieces, yeah. Kind uh, of make them your own. Know. Put them, put them your own. Right. So we've done, our, we've it. done some of our own arrangements, um, uh, especially our, our pianist, amazing, amazing uh, piano player Marcos Grego, and and, and again, uh, him and, and everyone else that jams with me. They're just amazing people. Besides being amazing musicians, yeah. Um, but but again, yeah. He, we've all, we've we've done some arrangements. He's done several arrangements for us, and and uh, and so my next project, not sure. When I'm, you know, I'm not sure about the timeline too much, but um, and again, considering everything that's going on, but I, mm-hmm. I, I'm working on uh, putting together a solo album as a soloist. Okay. Um, I shouldn't say solo album, but just as a soloist. Um, and obviously, I'll, the band will track with me, but but uh, it's going to be put out as a soloist, as Andres Martinez. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, so yeah. on there, I'm gonna. I'll pro- I'm, I'm, the goal is to have uh, several originals, as well as. Um, my own renditions of some boleros, old school boleros, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. that uh, that people know and love. Yeah. But again, just kind of my own version. 
and I will style. So that's that's uh, that's kind of the next project. Originally, that, when did you have an envision for coming out? Uh, it's kind of been on my. It's kind of been on the. I guess I should say the back burner for, for yeah. the couple, last couple of years. And, oh, okay. And um, just for for different reasons, we just I haven't had the opportunity to get it done. Um, now with what you know with the lockdown and all that, you know, I was able to work on it a little bit and and uh, and further it along and. And so now I'm trying to, to, to get into the production stages and, mm-hmm. and uh, but it's, 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 I'm getting a lot closer, you know, it's, it's there. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I said, it's, it's one of the projects that's kind of, you need to get on it, man. I'm telling you right now coming up. Let's yeah, do it. yeah, yeah. So let's do it. Um, so yeah, man, make sure you guys stay tuned and, and that'll be coming out, uh, hopefully within a year or if not by next year and, and, uh, yeah, we'll track that, put it together and then be a whole nother. Is that going to be, um, any english in that or most it's pretty much spanish um who knows who knows at this point maybe you know maybe i will do something more traditional with english yeah um but who knows it's a good it's a good question you know that, some of that stuff comes in the moment you know when you're in the, when you're in the studio mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like hey let me what if i sing that verse in english you know or maybe i sing this part in english or and this part in spanish or this you line know? Or yeah and again that that kind of comes back to me forming Ritmo Latino, which was, so Ritmo Latino translates as Latin rhythm. And the reason I named the band that Ritmo Latino was because my whole goal at the time was just to play Latin rhythms, you know, from all over the world, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. different styles, different um, uh, different genres with within the Latin community, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, it's, it's a very broad way of putting it, but... Uh, I wanted to do salsa. I wanted to do boleros, which you know, romantic stuff. I wanted to do uh, maybe do some um, uh, some Mexican, you know, traditional, maybe like some mariachi, but incorporated with the with the salsa and stuff like that, and yeah. or vice versa, and and maybe sing some stuff in English, and and but with the but with the Latin traditional flavor and 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 rhythms, mm-hmm. you know, and so again, that's why I named it Rimo Latino, uh, and again, the band itself, the way it formed and the way. Uh, till this day, again, we all are from different backgrounds, different nationalities, different uh, cultures. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, coming together, it just it meshes everything together, and, and yeah. musically, it's it's beautiful. You know, it's and great. you have a wealth a wealth of um, like knowledge as far as like a catalog on music because of different nationalities. Exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and uh, you know, uh, we're always sharing ideas and, and, and exchanging ideas and thoughts and and uh, and uh, so again to the point like maybe for this album that I do we can something will happen and, and uh, you know it'd be, it'd be pretty cool to put something on like you said you know which I, I had thought about it but not necessarily like that's exactly what I'm gonna do um, but yeah like I said who knows maybe at, at that point in the studio it'll 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 come to us and it'll it'll come together the, you just got to get it going the, right the creative process i don't think is something that you i mean you you do plan for it but it's yeah. but there's a lot that happens in the moment yeah that that it just comes it, it'll come to you that, and you're like whoa exactly. where did this come from and, and it won't happen again yeah you know sometimes we'll be in rehearsals and then we're like wait play this play this and then we're like oh we got to record that that little line or else you know? it's gone or record this like this rhythm here or, or like just record that and we'll play yep. it over and over and over just that little yep. part you know and, and who knows maybe down the line we'll use it on a song or or, yeah. or whatever you know but it's but it, once it's there if you can catch it also otherwise it's it's gone so yeah, a lot of the, the creative part especially recording um 
comes in the moment, you know. And, and we have we have an album out with Rimo Latino as a collective, as a band. Yeah. Uh, which again, uh, it was it's um, old traditional, uh, I guess, salsa standards, um, different types. I guess of salsa. There's a little bit of everything on there, but with our renditions of it, with our arrangements. Um, but again, when we did that several years back. There was some stuff that we had planned to do a certain way, but once we were in the studio, we played it slightly different, and we're like, "Oh, that that actually that, that works, you know? That sounds yeah. That sounds. We, I like how that sounds, you know. Just you know, and the guys are, are like I said, they're great. Of you know, always like, yeah, let's try this, let's try that. So um, the creative aspect, as far as as far as recording and in the studio, it's, yeah. So well, that's the beauty of a live show, you know. There's yeah. there's the recorded track. But then you go see the live show and you're going to kind of, you know, feel the room out a little bit or you guys are feeling a certain way and, you know, you you jazz it up a a certain different way or you slow it down or, you know. And I think it was I think it was uh, Van Halen, rest in peace. I think it was him. I, I could be misquoting, but he said something along the lines that no live show ever is going to be the same as the the next or the one before. Yeah. And it's true, you know, like Very. there's a lot of factors that come into play the 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 vibe of the audience, the vibe of the actual musicians, mm-hmm. what mood they're in. Um uh just everything, you know, is everything comes into play and 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 um and for us as you know, for us, you know, with the band and, and we always have a great time performing or you know, it just puts us in a good mood. So that transcends literally our energy just goes into the people watching us. And it just puts them in a in in a trance, you know, and 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 they have a good time. They have a good, yeah. and they're having good energy. They have a good vibe, and and um, it's a form of mind control. I'll go there, you know, yeah, where, where yeah. If, if they're accepting to it, if they're accepting, you know, what? All right, this is the vibe that we're going with tonight. You know, this is boom. Next thing you know, like you're digging every song that this band is playing. Right, exactly. You, I've been and every- plenty of shows where it's like, I might not like this, A, this band or this genre or anything like that, but once you see it live, it's a different aspect. Exactly, It yeah. gives you a different, different kinda, view on it. it kind of goes back to what you're saying, like maybe <laughs> a high school party, you pull out a violin, you know, yeah. and you start jamming, but it could also be like, damn, this guy plays really good or this girl, you know, woman plays really good and and all of a sudden everyone just at the at the party's like dude look, look how good they're playing like yeah. jamming and like just enjoying it and like and um you know and, and again obviously every 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 performance you know has to be you know at least somewhat according i think to 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 your surroundings you know your environment at the time yeah because again you know in retrospect you're not going to put up a, a well you could not that you <laughs> not that you're not going to but you wouldn't put a solo violinist as an opening act for a metal band or something like that. Yeah. You know, like you could, but probably wouldn't be. They, the they would have to play like uh, metal violin. covers. Yeah. yeah electro yeah. violin, metal so covers. I'm saying it's not that it's not possible, but yeah. it's always good to just kind of know, uh, know the surroundings. But yeah. You're it. not going to take a violinist that plays at an Italian bistro and have them open up for Slayer. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah, but, that uh, won't happen. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, in, in, overall in general music is, is, is it, it catches people and audiences and, like I say, every time we perform, uh, or I perform with the guys with the band with Rimo Latino, uh, it's it's a good time. We have a good time on stage, and and uh, like you said earlier, the, the the best way we know that people are enjoying it, we can just see the smiles. You know, some people will be dancing, people are smiling, clapping along, singing along, yeah. having a good time, and and uh, yeah, it just it just transcends from us over to over to them. So what's the what's the guaranteed like pack the dance floor song? Uh, there's there's a couple with some good salsa 
you know jams that we'll get down to some cumbias cumbias you know people love the cumbias yeah. as well to get down they're very danceable yeah of course yeah 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 um so yeah like i said for the 11th we'll, we'll definitely have a lot of good stuff to dance to you gonna bring all the hitters you gotta yeah yeah it's yeah, been yeah. a minute yeah spanish and english and, and we'll throw some stuff in there you know that, that people will definitely recognize as well and um yeah it'll, it'll, like i said overall it'll be a great time it'll you gonna be do fun. a latin baby shark dude <laughs> um, we can what? a little salsa version <laughs> if you throw that out I'll be wild um, so where does uh, just remind so, me that night maybe we'll just do a little little sample for you just for you Juan we'll, uh, for this one time for this <laughs> and we'll, we'll record just a little piece of it this one time you'll yeah. do it alright yeah, yeah. I love it um, so so I guess like the three main the three main genres that you would I guess pull from would be salsa merengue bolero no, uh, so merengue, we don't, we don't actually, we don't really play. Um, we've kind of veered away from it because merengue in itself is a whole nother. Oh, uh, gotcha. It's a whole nother monster, if you will. Yeah. Uh, meaning that it's the, the instrumentation, the instruments for it is very specific. Oh, you'd almost have to get a, a, a and, few different guys. Yeah, and it just, it's just, just a different aspect musically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So we're more, you know, we're salsa bass, but we do a lot of like cha-cha-cha. Mm-hmm. Um, cumbia for sure, and it's and again it's it's really it's kind of hard to just pinpoint one thing because it's it's and because of of what the band is it's again it's just a kind of a a, a, a mesh a mesh of, it. of genres I guess and styles what I'm getting and because and, and, uh, we even do some stuff that's that's more on like um, <clears throat> excuse me more on like uh, it's not. It's called rumba flamenca, so it's it's kind of like Gypsy Kings yeah, style, yeah. But it's not traditional flamenco by all means. It's not that. Um, gotcha. So all my flamenco friends and players, we do not play flamenco because <laughs> that again, it's, it's we don't need that hate. You know, yeah. <laughs> again, if you think we're saying we no, do. No, yeah. we're, no, we're no, we definitely don't do that. You know, but but we kind of we've drawn for something like that. again, the Gypsy Kings. My parents listen to Gypsy Kings, and so me as a kid listening to them, yeah, I've they've inspired me, and they're you know they're I've drawn from their style. Yeah, which them themselves, Gypsy Kings as a band is not a very—they're not traditional flamenco band. It's a lot of people. It's a misconception, mm-hmm. but they're, that's their roots, kind of. You know, yeah. that, that's where that's where their playing comes from. You know, their their style. So they're, again, they're branching off. So we grab from there. You know, um, uh, I've been exposed to many styles of music. Yeah. You know, as, throughout my life, and so again for Rimo Latino, we've we've drawn because again, what can be salsa. In in Colombia is very different from New York salsa, oh, and yeah, what yeah. salsa in New York salsa is very different from uh, the danzón or son, quote unquote salsa in Cuba. It's 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 so again they're equated to food, right? And again, so it's 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 all Latin, yeah, but it's completely different. You know, it's yeah. it's a whole they're all its own, yeah. Uh, Again, monsters, you know, it's all mm-hmm. and monsters in a good way, you know. Yes, it's, it's, yeah, for it's sure. very complex music. Um, and uh, Ruben Blades, very uh, famous uh, salsa singer and, and Latin American singer, Ruben Blades, uh, said that that style of music is very complex to the point that not everyone will understand it, mm. you know. And um, and it's true, you know, it's, it's 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 a very complex music in the aspect that. The rhythm itself is is yeah. very different from the Western world, 
the timing, the timing wh- wh- is where different. the where it starts, where it comes in. Uh, you know, here in the Western world, everything's if you're counting four four, everything's on two and four. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Jump, doom, cha, cha, doom, cha, right? Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. straightforward. The Latin music is not like that at all. Well, not it's almost all like music, one and two and three. And it just four. it's just very syncopated. Mm-hmm. You know, very syncopated. There's a lot of uh, offbeat notes. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, implemented hits where normally you wouldn't do a hit there. So it's again it's it's very it's very complex music and uh, but at the end of the day, as an audience, you're still gonna get intrigued. You know, it still pulls yeah. you. Yeah. And you're, you're you're still gonna love it. I think I just kind of. I got a little bit more into detail of the actual music aspect of it because yeah. you were asking where we, you know, our, well, our genres. But what I was getting at and, was and um, merengue itself is a whole another, a whole another thing. I'm yeah, to dive a, into it. Then. It's a whole another thing, and, and again, it's, it's it's beautiful. It's a great, you know, I love merengue. Where does that come from? And here and there, um, merengue is uh, Dominicano. Okay. Yeah, Dominican Republic. Okay. Um, it's I guess it's kind of argued, but merengue really comes from. Most of the credit, yeah. Most of the credit gets goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, merengue is still played in all over Latin America. Yeah, and 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 each country might adapt it. Yeah, different differently, you know. Um, Well, like I was saying, when it comes to food, it's like you know what's 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 spicy in Minnesota ain't gonna be spicy in Cuba or you know Guatemala or something like that. And just to give you an example, so Elvis Crespo, who's the one suavemente, Mm -hmm. oh, got a free show right here. (laughs) So he plays merengue. Yeah. But within the merengue community, people might say that that's not merengue. That's like new modern merengue. Oh, because you know? it, it's so and it's, popish. And again, yeah, and it's different, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you might you might speak to some Dominican natives that they're, you know, they might like it or they might say, oh no, I like this other. Like listen to this. This is some old school traditional merengue. Yeah. You know, to get get you know the kind of the root base. Yeah. And uh, but again, Elvis Crespo blew. You know, he's. He's a he's, huge. he's a great performer, you know. Yeah, great performer. And he's got a good voice, and but again, he just he took the merengue mm-hmm. and he just made it his own, mm-hmm. and you know. Oh, just like hip hop. If you talk to people about hip hop, there ain't hip hop on the radio these days. No, this is hip hop. Right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, um, so again, yeah. So we don't we don't do in the past. We've done some merengue, mm-hmm. you know, one or two tunes. But again, the, for merengue itself, and even salsa itself, um, it you need to have specific instruments. So, for example, for salsa, gotcha, the, gotcha. the traditional instrumentation for salsa, uh, as far as, for example, percussion, is conga, timbal, and bongo. So those are your three percussionists. Okay. Um, and that's kind of the root base. Uh, now, percussion. can one guy do two or three of those at the same time, or it's usually three different guys? So traditionally, it's three different guys. Gotcha. Nowadays, or girls. Diff- diff- or girls, yes. There are some amazing uh, uh, female musicians uh, within... Uh, the salsa world and yeah and uh, yeah so guys or girls um so traditionally again there's three 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 players you yeah. know nowadays you know you might adapt and 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 uh it'll it could come down to either the the conga player and the timbal player mm-hmm. so just have the two and not have the third guy um or as we adapt it um it, it kind of just depends on the gig, but as we adapt it, we'll, we'll put in a whole kit. You know, a drum set, a drum kit yeah. is not traditional. By yeah, all means. I was it's about not, to ask. So as soon as you got to this point, I was like, wait, do you guys use a full drum kit? So we with we, the full band. We do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so gotcha. um, it, it's a full kit in the aspect that that our guy uses. It's kind of I guess it's, it's a hybrid. 
because he might have a timbal on the side or he yeah. has some other Latin percussion instruments that he's playing at or the like same time. Or like a rolling pad or something that gives him the, some of the sounds, or is it always authentic? No, 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 it's always authentic. It's uh, always it's always live. It's always live. But um, like I said, for us, for Rima Latino, we've 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 adapted it to to when to when it's all of us to when it's a, as a collective. It's kit. Uh, and then a percussion player, which is, which plays congas and some other handheld uh, percussion. So that itself, right there, is not traditional salsa. Yeah. But w- again, we've adapted it. We've made it our own. Yeah. Uh, and it works. You know, it works. And and, and but uh, but again, it's not. You know, and that's uh, that's why I say we're not. You know, we're not because people might say, or you know, are you a salsa band, or you're like, eh, we we play some salsa rhythms, but we've adapted it to our own, and and in certain aspects. You know, we've we've uh, like adding a drum kit. You know, we've shifted a little bit. The the roots are there, the base of what salsa is there, but we've made it kind of our own. You know, mm-hmm. um, and that's what you know. Just to kind of give you a perspective and and a little bit, uh, I guess, comparison. But for example, like Santana, you know, Carlos, um, he adapted what he did, which is, you know, at the time when he was breaking out. He added kind of like that Afrobeat Latin percussion to what was essentially, you know, uh, rock guitar playing, you know. And uh, back in the day when he first started, he used a lot of the loops and a lot of effects that were not used in the Latin Mm -hmm. genre. Mm -hmm. And so they put some of that together and... uh, And shit, and now he he has a, you know... uh, 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 Performs eight times a week at uh, several. I think he's over at the. Um, Is he in Vegas? Yeah, at the uh, residency House of Blues. Yeah, uh, in, in, in of course Vegas. he'd be there. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, worldwide, no. Yeah. But uh, just what I was getting at is what he did, you know, and it just and it turned into something beautiful, you know. Um, and so again, just for us, you know, for the band, we we've adapted and. And, uh, and and at the same time, we're always just kind of looking for new ways to to shift the music. Now, if you want, you know, we've we've been asked for private party gigs. We want just salsa. Mm. We want salsa. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, okay. Well, a this is what we perform, and this is yeah. our style. If you haven't seen us, or you haven't heard us. But B, if you if you do want salsa, then 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 we'll work on bringing you the traditional, the three percussionist, yeah, the piano, the bass. Uh, in the horn section, you know, which is kind of the standard um, uh, salsa band, I guess I, I could say. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's some elements that might not be there; they are there, but that's kind of the core. Um, for example, we have we have our lead guitarist uh, Gabriel Vélez. Shout out, Gabi! Gabi, um, amazing guitarist. But again, traditionally, lead guitar, lead electric guitar is not used in salsa. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not. It just isn't. Yeah. You know? But um, and not just us. Not, I'm not saying that we're the only ones doing this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because nowadays there's a lot of you know bands and acts that that do it. But again, it's just kind of evolved. You know, it's evolving just like any other genre of music, whether yeah. it's rock or or hip hop, or it's just kind of evolving. So uh, again, for us, we've just we've, we've adapted. We've putting new elements, new instruments, and uh, and I think that's what kind of makes us unique. You know. Um, here in Arizona and in the Southwest, because we, you know, we perform all over the Southwest, and and uh, 
but it, that's what that's what makes us unique you know it's a, it's a different style where you might recognize it you're like oh okay that kind of sounds like salsa it's making me dance you know yeah but 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 i've never seen a band with the you know salsa band with the drum kit or i've never seen electric guitar play with salsa you know or, so it's uh, it's our own twist you know and again we're drawing from different it's cool man you had your rhythms, own flavor different different aspects and, and different traditional stuff but we're not traditional by all means you know we're just uh it's our own thing it's ritmo latino yeah, yeah. Really. you're your own thing <clears throat> dope man so um so what i was originally getting at was uh like the three main genres you would do i want to i'm interested on where those originated from like salsa where's salsa from that I'm not gonna get into because. Oh, too many too heated debates. Yeah, it's heated debates, man. Damn. It's uh, what's another good comparison? I guess if you're a Yankees fan or a, Bo- or a Red Sox fan, you know, well, it's yeah. more of a rivalry. Or but, like, who has the best pizza? Like deep dish or yeah, right, or something right. Like that. Um, you know, my you know my Cuban friends they'll say it's from Cuba. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but my Colombian friends will say it's from Colombia. <laughs> and then my you know my hardcore New Yorkers, you know from brooklyn from they'll say it's from new york you know oh uh, gotcha one of the biggest players from new york tito puente you know? yeah 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 um and, and and again they took what was being played in latin america and they adapted basically and and i could be wrong on this so don't don't call me everyone but they they basically adapted the horn section and like the the jazz horn aspect into salsa before salsa didn't have and again salsa is just a broad term you know uh in, in cuba there's there's different rhythms like danzon um son uh wawanko. so those those are their own rhythms but really? sometimes they come together and they produce what what is now known as salsa you know uh, but, it, okay. but it's you know um but again tito puente just just took the root base of it him being a timbal player percussionist uh and then they they and they incorporate him along with some other musicians at the time. There's, yeah. There was Fania All Stars back in the day, uh, so a couple other acts. But but again, back in the day, they, they adapted the horn as horns aspect into into the into what is now known as as, as salsa, you know. Mm. Um, and uh, so yeah, like I said, I, it's kind of hard. It's always it's a, it's a debatable. It's a hot debate. Yeah, it's a hot debate, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, man, it, it'll get you moving. It'll yeah. get you grooving and dancing and and have a good time. And again, so me, you know, being Mexicano, I grew up listening to besides everything else that you know my what my parents taught me, um, as much as like classical or, or, or as much as uh, as the Andean folk music. I also grew up being from Sonora, you know, we're from the first state south of here, Arizona. Being from Sonora, I grew up listening to mariachi, you know, Vicente Fernandez, uh, uh, Norteño, you know, Norteño can be stuff like uh, Los Tucanes de Tijuana or mm-hmm, Los Tigres del mm-hmm. Norte. Yep. Um, that's, that's different, you know. People always ask us, you know, like they assume, or I don't know if they assume because I'm Mexican, A, are you guys a mariachi band? Yeah. <laughs> and B, are they like you guys play? You know, you guys play. You know, tucanes de Tijuana. Like, yeah. no, that's it's a whole another. It's a whole other thing. Whole other yeah. thing. It's a whole other genre. It's a whole other. But it's still Latin. Yeah. It's from Mexico. It's still Latino. But but it has nothing to do with, with what we do. But again, what I was getting at is that I grew up listening to to that style of music as well. You know, banda sinaloense, like banda el recodo, mm-hmm. you know, which I, which I still enjoy. You know, I've, 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 you know, I've, I've seen them live and other Mexican regional acts live, you know, met a couple of different artists um, within that genre. 
but I also draw from that, you know. And so me personally, I draw from from what I've listened to over the years, uh, from my training, you know, cause, because I did music theater. The singing in music theater is completely different from how a salsa, a traditional salsa singer would sing, you know. So even myself, you know, I've learned so much, and I still learn every day, yeah. uh, every performance, every rehearsal. Yeah. Um, and and from some of the some of the, some of the great singers that I've been able to, to work with or meet or, or just ch- uh, talk with, chat with, um, it's completely different. But again, because I was trained in, in a certain way, um, and I did music theater and and and. Uh, and show choirs and stuff like that. So I also draw from that, you know. So that comes into play for my techniques and my singing, for example, for the national anthem. Mm. You know, that's that. When I perform the national anthem, it's its own. It's its own thing, you know. It's its own, and the way I warm up and my techniques are slightly different. Gotcha. Um, and it's a little bit more. How can I put it? Um, I guess finesse. Yeah, you know, you gotta finesse it. You know, it's 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 because the because the way the the, the song is, you know, and the way people and how are, it's normally performed. Used to and, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, so for me, for my performance of, of the Star Spangled Banner of the Anthem, for the most part, I've I've kept it pretty traditional. Um, and uh, you guys can check some of it out on 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 my webpage, or I'll give you the link or whatever. Yeah, but uh, I I tried when I sing it. And um, when I sing it, I've, I've tried to just keep it as traditional as possible because the song itself, the arrangement and the notes is great. It's beautiful. Like, yeah. And the way it was, it, was, it was composed, it's great on its own. There's not much to do. Obviously, nowadays, you know, <laughs> everybody same tries thing. it's a whole to... debate. Everybody tries to do different stuff and some, some stuff hasn't worked out. Yeah, and, yeah. And, you know, but and, and even again, myself, there are, there are parts where, I, where I've changed it up. Uh, and it's not as traditional, but for the most part, the song itself, like I said, it, it it's it, the way it's composed, it's great, and especially for a vocalist, because it's a pretty it's a pretty hard song in the aspect that it has a very low register, the song vocally, but it also has a very high register, it has some high notes, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very challenging, and, and it kind of goes in and out of of, yeah. of different people's vocal range. Uh, so it is challenging, it is pretty hard, but again, so. But again, what I was getting at is kind of drawing from my, from my music theater days and my music theater training and some of my other uh, classical training and stuff like that. You know, I, I'll put that into play when singing something like that. You know, whereas sometimes I'm not going to use that aspect of my singing in in what we do with Rimo Latino. You know, yeah. that's a little bit yeah, more yeah. raw. It's a little bit more more calle. You know, like you know from La Raza and just more greedy. Yeah. Which that's how salsa tends to be. You know, it's a little bit. It's not as finesse. Usually, if yeah. you if you hear a salsa singer, um, their voice isn't very um, fine tune's not the right word. It's not very. It, there's like not much finesse on it. Like trained, trained. Exactly. Yeah. It's a lot more. It's a lot more nasally. Tra- and this is traditionally sure, speaking. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot more nasally. It's a lot more. Um, the lyrics themselves are a lot. It's more spoken as opposed to sung. Okay. Uh, it's very rhythmically. Um, uh, complex um, so again it just it just kind of depends on what I'm singing and yeah what which kind of makes it hard to sing to and and vice versa I'm not yeah. going to use that style or what I know 
from that to sing the national anthem because yeah. it's just not it's just not gonna work you know imagine, well it's not gonna it's not gonna work and it's not gonna fly imagine, exactly imagine yeah. all right guys it's the national anthem salsa style yeah, yeah, yeah what the fuck right right so uh, but uh I forget what we were talking about, but you were talking about the genres, you know? Yeah, I want to get into where genres are from, like where Bolero is from and all that, but I don't know if you want so to get into that. Same thing with Bolero. I mean, Bolero, some say it originated in Spain, some say it was in Mexico, some say it was in Latin America. Um, but basically, for those of you who don't know, Bolero is, is, a, is, a, is a ballad, you know, you could say a ballad. Yeah. And it's usually a romantic ballad. Um, uh Usually, but it could also be like a like a tearjerker, you know. Some, mm, it could okay. be talking about something sad. Yeah, you know. But it's a, it's a it, what you were traditionally but the style view, like a ballad. Is bolero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, a love ballad. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and there's thousands of boleros that people would recognize that they might not even know a bolero, like Sabor a mí. Tanto tiempo disfrutamos yeah, de este yeah. amor. Nuestras almas se acercaron tanto así. So it's a very old, old, old school traditional bolero that has been played and replayed and 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 done, you know, thousands of ways and different. But at the end of the day, it's a bolero, you know. Uh, besame, besame mucho. Another yeah, bolero yeah, standard, yeah. No? but it's been done thousands of different ways. Uh, another one of my favorites. Uh, uh, Luis Miguel, very famous Mexican singer. Uh, si nos deja, nos vamos a querer toda la vida. Si nos deja, haremos con las tiras terciopelo. So it's, yeah. you know, and there's a lot of stuff that people might, you know, they, they might not know it's a bolero, like, but right away they were like, oh, I, I know that song. Yeah. Know, but it, it's, it's a bolero. So, like I said, usually it's, it's a love ballad and talking about something. Uh, nice or yeah, near and dear to your heart, heart right? But it or, could also be, you know, uh, there's one, uh, and I've gotten there's thousands of them, yeah. Um, but once one that we do, uh, it's, it's entitled Historia de un Amor, and it's talking about someone who who their loved one is not there anymore. Ya no estás más a mi lado, corazón, el en el alma solo tengo soledad. So he's, he or she is talking about losing the love of their life, yeah. You know? But again, the style and the genre in the in the song is a bolero. You know, it's a ballad. Um, so yeah, it could, it could be it could be. And, and going back to what we talked about before was um, music can be listened to at any given point of your life, whether you're sad, you know, you lost someone you just loved, uh, whether it's from passing away or, or maybe you just got through a breakup. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's boleros for that. You know, or you're gonna get married. There's boleros for that. You know, there's there's always music for any emotion that you're feeling, you know, whether you're um, anything, happy, sad, depressed, mad, um, anxious, or what what have you, you know, there's always something that, um, and, and this is across the board, any kind of, any genre or style of music that, that you can listen to, that you can relate to yeah. in that moment to whatever it is that, that you're going through. Yeah. Um, but going back to what we're talking about, so Boleros is, is uh, yeah, it's more on the romantic side. Um, that's the uh, the 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 chony dropper. Oh uh, yeah, the panty yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah, the panty drops. But uh, coming down, <laughs> clean up on aisle three. Right, right, right. <laughs> Our table three. Yeah, um, we're just kidding. So don't <laughs> what's uh, what's the wildest thing that's happened at one of your shows, man? What's a crazy story? Um, there's one in there. 
He just don't want to name names. Right? No, I'm trying. I'm trying to think, man. We're we keep it pretty pro. <laughs> well, that's good. Um, no, but kind of, kind of. It's not anything wild, but going back to to what we we're talking about, the boleros, and and some people may know certain boleros, and and they'll uh, they'll uh, they'll recognize it right off the bat. I remember we did a we played a wedding gig. And uh, that day we didn't, it was a, it wasn't the it wasn't the whole band we played we played uh, as a as a as a trio, uh, so it was me another guitarist and, and our percussionist, and we were playing during the actual so right before the actual ceremony, uh, and we played some stuff for the for the bridesmaids and groomsmen to walk down the aisle stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, one of the songs they asked us to play was "Sabor a Mi," you know, "Sabor a Mi," which I was just sang a little bit ago. Does that mean taste me? Uh, <laughs> not really. I mean, you 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 could, but uh, no, because that's bro. that's more like prueba me. Oh yeah, prueba. Sabor a me is flavor like me. Well, I guess yeah, yeah. Sabor a me. My flavor. Prueba me means like try me, bro. Right. Yeah, but it could also be prueba me taste. Yeah, that's you know, true. That's true. You know, but um, sabor a me. Yeah, <laughs> is my flavor. You know. Yeah. I okay. You, I got you. Or more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's kind of like I said. What I was getting at is, it's something. It's a. It's a very very traditional and old school. Bolero that the point I'm trying to make is so we played it you know during the ceremony of the wedding and then and then we got done and uh, we happened to be uh, actually one of my guitarists uh, was good friends with the bride and groom mm-hmm. so uh, we stayed there for a bit because we actually had another gig that night so thankfully it worked out and sometimes we'll do three or four gigs in a day man it's, it's damn when we're when we're pretty busy you know um, but anyways, so we stayed for a bit. We were having some food before our, before our next gig, and there was a mariachi there, and the mariachi played the same song, but they played it as a mariachi. Oh yeah, yeah. They played sabor a mi, you know. Yeah. And then, as we were kind of getting ready to leave, the they they had another band, uh, a Latin band that was that was there, good friends of ours actually, that they were gonna play the night for the wedding, and actually they pl- they ended up playing because we couldn't we couldn't our band wasn't available. But anyways. Uh, and as we were kind of packing up our stuff and we said hi to our friends who were the other band, mm. they were just starting off their set, you know, and they were going to be there for the rest of the night, but they, they started off with some boletos and then they played Sabor a Mi, you Damn. know, in their style, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it just goes to show you, like, just boletos, even though you might not know what a bolero is, and hopefully now you know if you watch this podcast. Yeah. Um, but again, there's there's a, there's thousands and hundreds of boletos that you may not know as a bolero. You're like, oh, yeah, that, I've heard of that before. So yeah, it was just kind of funny that we all played it, but it was but we all played it differently. That yeah, the day. audience was was treated to three different versions. Exactly, and I'm sure most, I'm sure the majority of the people there and the, the guests didn't realize or didn't recognize yeah. it. But us being musicians, we're like we just played the song. I played three times in this, <laughs> at the same wedding, at the same event, at the yeah, same gig you with know, the so. same audience. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, That's uh, hilarious. But going back to your question, as far as like asking some crazy times. Like I said, we, 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 we always have a good time. And, and uh, like I said, my, the, the guys that, that normally play with me. And like I said, the, Rimo Latino has, has, has been different players throughout the years. But, uh, but it's always a good time uh, with who I'm playing. And, that, and that's always because the people, I, the musicians I play with are even better human beings. You know, they're great people. They're, they're friends. They're, they're, they're just genuinely good people. You know, so it, yeah. it, it, always, it always makes for a good time uh, performing. But we have gotten some stuff... Um, uh, nothing crazy, but we'll, we'll, we've gotten booked for stuff that we shouldn't be booked for. Um, for example, this one time, I'm not going to say companies or where or when. Yeah, yeah. I'm so sure we got booked, 
and oh. I, and we always make it a point whether it's me or our manager or whatever mm. but we always make it we always make sure whoever the client is whether it's a it's a private party client like a like a wedding or or whatever yeah. or whether it's a corporate client you know they're having a, a, a corporate event for their company or whatever it is mm -hmm. we always make sure to you know kind of just slightly tapping into the business aspect of it we always let you know we always make sure like hey have you heard us live have you heard some of our stuff have you seen us anywhere or you know just to make sure they know what they're paying for what they're booking you know and this one time uh, my manager and i were talking to this lady uh who sh she was she was putting together this uh, as a company party and uh so we told her we're like okay cool like yeah we'd love to come out you know let's check the days and see if we're available have you heard us before and uh i don't remember if she said she had or is someone that she knew had heard us before recommended. but, but she's like you guys come highly recommended i'm like all right cool i'm gonna send you our, our some of our stuff so you can hear it and just make sure that this is what you want and again we always do this yeah you know, the business aspect of it to make sure that makes sense that, 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 people know what they're you know what yep. they're what they're uh, what they're getting and so sure enough she emails us back or calls us back whatever it was and she's like oh you guys are perfect this is gonna be awesome no. <laughs> and we're like okay so we show up and uh it took us a long time to get there i'm not gonna say where it took yeah, us a long yeah. time to get there and it was out in the middle of nowhere and they had a, they had set up these these uh kind of those huge like white tents inflatable tent i don't know if they're inflatable but white tents that you gotcha. put up like for, for big like big gatherings yeah. yeah big gatherings and it's out in the middle of nowhere pre-covid times yeah yeah yeah, yeah of course it's all pre -COVID. <laughs> this is years ago a long time ago years ago <laughs> and uh and as we're pulling up man it, <laughs> there's a bunch of there's a bunch of uh haystacks everywhere yeah yeah and we're just like i'm like ah okay and we're and as we're getting closer to where we're gonna be and uh, of course we're getting there early because we got a sound check and all this Mm -hmm. we're on we're on a dirt road and there's a bunch of like haystacks towards where we're going so right away my thought is like like man they let's see let's see what this is yeah and and we show up and we start you know our, our sound guys putting up our sound you know our sound engineer and we're setting up our stuff and we're gonna start sound checking and we do like we're, we're set we're ready to go and I think it was like a four I think it was a four hour gig you know so it was a long gig and sure enough, as guests started arriving, it's a it was a lot of Mexican natives with like sombreros and botas. Oh, you know, and yeah, yeah, and yeah. so long story short, it was it was a big agricultural company. Yep. But a lot of their workers were were Latinos. Yeah. And a lot of them were Mexican natives or, or just which one? You know, Latinos. You got which which they don't dance salsa. You know, they don't dance salsa. They want the accordion, bruh. They want stuff like, uh, you know, and it's and it's uh, 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 Mexican regional music, you know, or, or norteño. Yeah. Uh, or, or, or even Tejano. Tejano is a whole other genre. Could you say any band that starts with Los in the name? <laughs> no, nah, not necessarily. But yeah. it, it seems to be that way right yeah, now. Yeah. No. Um, but, you know, Tejano is... is, is Kind of similar to Norteño, but it, but it's but it's got its its slightly different aspect to it. Yeah. Um, for example, Selena, you know, they say that she was like the La Reina del Tejano, you know, because their style is a little bit different. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. 
but so again kind of going back to the story not you know, not to get too in depth with it it just we weren't the music that should have been there yeah she and, just and, saw latin band and i say it because we started playing ourselves and no one was dancing oh, so shit. what we did at the time and i don't really tell the story too much because it you know it's just <laughs> yeah, how do you get out of that or not get out of that but how do you so get through what, the gig? what we did is we just played cumbia pretty much the whole time oh, and cumbia right. as soon as we played the first cumbia boom, boom got packed and everyone was dancing but then again because our, our style and what we are yeah we don't necessarily have or we didn't plan for four hours of just cumbia yeah would have been fine. different if they told us like hey man we're looking for a cumbia band yeah, like you've said that hey and we want you know four hours of cumbia then it'd be completely different yeah then at that point i would i would either you know adapt it or be i'd be like no you know what i'll, I'll recommend a, an actual a, 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 a just cumbia band yeah. you know but um and we just like i said it was a long gig i bet and man. anytime we play some salsa or you know anything that wasn't cumbia Everyone would just sit sitting there, just kind of you know, look around, Waiting fanning for the themselves next with the sombrero, yeah, yeah. and and like I said, just we just weren't the you know, damn, we weren't the band to be there, you know. Yeah, and yeah. that's happened a couple times, um, and, and a couple different gigs, um, which like I said, I, I I'd like to think that on all those the couple times it's happened, it hasn't been our fault because. We're always pretty good about like explaining what it is yeah that we do no and that's what our totally on the booking ours, the agent know. whoever was in charge of booking the act like mm -hmm. you have to know what type of audience exactly you're booking you for know, so um because you like did said, everything right this is who we are and right. she should have she she should have known her or sent it to somebody else that i might have known be like, hey here's the stuff is this good for this gig yeah, yeah, yeah. you know and they'll be like oh no ask them if they play cumbias or tejano right exactly yeah. yeah yeah and at that point i would have been like, oh okay well we don't we don't play that yeah like i said or we same, can do two hours and bring another band right right yeah. or the same misconception that i said you know earlier like like maybe because i'm assuming i'm mexicano that you know oh you oh you have a mariachi band oh yeah yeah you know and usually it's not even called mariachi band it's just called a mariachi, a mariachi yeah. <laughs> and usually i mean they they have an outfit like well, right again generally so, they're always gonna come and and so again a mariachi is a whole nother thing yeah it's latin because yeah. it's from mexico mm -hmm. but it's a whole nother thing first of all mariachi has no percussion instruments yeah. at all yeah whatsoever traditional you know actually i don't think i've ever seen yeah i don't think i've seen a mariachi group with, no, with that no right. no Just, i've seen adaptations with certain mariachi instruments and they might use like a cajon or something but that's but then that's like way out there yeah that's like but again, and mariachi is a whole other thick thing. It's a whole other monster, you know. Like we said, uh, in its own way, I love mariachi music, you know. And yeah, I have family sure. members who, who are professional mariachis, you know, mm -hmm. um, and and they've traveled the world playing in a mariachi, and uh, and I love it, man. I love mariachi. Like I said, I grew up listening to Vicente Fernandez and and, and uh, mariachi music in general, you know. And and yet again. Going back to like the story of the, at the wedding, the mariachi played saborami, but they played it in, in, in a mariachi style, version, yeah. and we played it more, uh, you know, more as a as a as a trio version of, of the song. So there's definitely songs that even that are mariachi based, you know, or, or that are very famously known for being played with the mariachi that we've adapted as well as boleros, you know, that we play now in our mm -hmm. in our style. Uh, but yeah, mariachi it's, it's it's its own it's its own thing, you know, it's a whole other it's a whole other ball game. And uh, and sure enough, I mean, we get I myself and our and our manager get get booking or calls, you know, inquiries or, or emails or calls. We're like, hey, we're just interested. You guys come highly recommended. We're looking for a mariachi band, you know. Yeah. And so right <laughs> off the bat, I'm like, 
you know, we're not mariachi. This is what we, again, this is what we do. Yeah. You know, and it, and, and it kind of just depends. Sometimes it'll be like, oh, okay, no, we, we're looking for a mariachi, you know. And at, at that point, obviously, then I'll, you know, I'll be, oh, well, if you guys want a mariachi, then, you know, I, I can Look give at you these some, guys. Right, I can give boom, you some boom, contacts. Boom. Uh, but if not, sometimes it'll be like, no, 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 you guys are what we want. I was like, okay, well, then I well, kind of just explain it. I'm like, we're not a mariachi band. We're not. And it's completely mm-hmm. different. Mm-hmm. You know, in a cool, nice way. But yeah. some people don't know, you know. It's a misconception. And and um, usually it's the booking agent. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which uh, yeah, it, ha- it happens. Whatever. It is what it is. This, this whole podcast is getting to the end of uh, saying, booking agents, get your shit straight. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, this one time said that. Just this one time. No, I'll forever no, say it. No, I'm just saying. Mo, 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 all of our booking agents are good on oh, okay, good. on on booking us for the right gigs. But in years past, some <laughs> sometimes it ain't like I said, there's no one to blame. But it just yeah. it well, it's it helped is. you going forward to be like, all right, this is how specific I need to be, so I'm not in this predicament again. Exactly. Yeah. Because what was that drive back after four hours to go play <laughs> that gig? What was that drive back like? I mean, we were we were cool. I don't yeah. think they were as cool as we were, but. <laughs> Cause I'm sure they would have had a little. Well, after you got paid, you're like, all right, we're good. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, as long as it, as long as that check clears, then, then we're all Gucci. Um, no, and like I said, the, the people ended up having a good time, but you could definitely tell that we just weren't the band to be there. You know? Exactly. And and, and 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 as a professional musician, uh, and again in the business aspect, because of stuff like that, uh, and 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 uh, you know stuff that I've been taught throughout the years. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm, I'm the professional. This is what I would do. The professional way to handle it would just be, oh, okay. Well, you know what? We don't play that. Let me give you a couple other yeah. bands, names, contacts, so you can do that. Um, you know, I'm, some people would just try and take the gig and yeah, and, man, and, yeah. I imagine that's and, the and, case. And, and, and you know, and risk getting bottles getting thrown at them yeah. or whatever it is. But um, you know, and just stuff again that you pick up or that I've been taught and that you know that wise people have told me and. And that I've come to learn, you know, from the business aspect of the music industry, and um, I guess the more the more mature business or the more mature professional and business way of handling it is would be that, you know, it's just we're not the band for this. Yeah. Here's let me, but let me see if I can help you. In, yeah. In booking someone else, you know, or, or again, just giving them some context for. for and what, then just say, hey, next time for, you need a band what it is that needing. what we do, like please, like yeah, oh, feel course. free, yeah, yeah, yeah call yeah, us when course. when it's actually one of those. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we got we got a good gig lined up for the 11th, man. I'm excited. We do, yeah, yeah. So I think in closing. Uh, oh, how how deep do I got to wear my V for a Latin night, dude? How, how deep it got to go, dude? Hey, it usually starts up one button, you know, one button. Oh, it as usually the night starts, goes on. and then you know, it all. And at that point, it's up to you, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's up to, or I guess it's up to your wife, right? However, oh, yeah. Rip it off, yeah, man. Hell yeah. Your girl, your wife, whoever you're bringing. Um, yep. But um, no, man, it's, it's it's gonna be a great time. Like I said, it's it's our first show, uh, with you know with with uh, with most of the members from from Rimo Latino. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, regard, you know, it's gonna be a great show. It's 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 uh, it's gonna have that big band sound. We're excited. We're excited to be out here. Yeah, it's uh, gonna be a full sound. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. And like I said, because of everything that's been going on, we haven't done it uh, in over a year. Uh, and uh, again, just because of everything that happened, we had a lot of stuff lined up last year, and everything obviously got canceled. Just a lot, like a lot of other stuff. But yeah. Uh, anyway, moving forward, this is going to be a great night. Uh, it's a great venue. It's a beautiful venue here at Golden Margarita. Um, 
Third Street and Roosevelt, is it? Yeah. Third Street yeah, and Roosevelt. Right on the corner. I'm sure I'm sure we'll put up the physical address as well, just so yep. you know if anybody needs it. Um, but um, yeah, it, it's going to be a great night. Uh, Thursday, February 11th. Yeah. Um, 9 to 12. 9 to 12, 9 to midnight at night, so don't come in the morning because we're not going to be here in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah well, I mean, you can come here and get some brunch, but then yeah, come back. Exactly. Yeah, come back at night. And uh, and the next day is Friday, so you can call in, you know, tell them. Three-day weekend out of it, baby. St- yeah, start a three-day weekend, call in, do what you got to do. And we know most of you guys are working from home anyway, so, yeah, so uh, make it a half day if you have to or whatever. <laughs> and uh, no, all kidding aside, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a good time. Yes. We're stoked. We're looking forward to it. Um, like I said, we're, we're just as excited as everyone that's going to join us to be out here and, and uh, playing some jams for you guys. And, and, uh, and yeah, you know, a todos los amigos, Latinos, everybody. This is an event for everybody. Uh, of course, 21 and over. Uh, and, uh, and as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, uh, Golden Margarita has been doing a great job as far as keeping up uh, with the uh, social distancing guidelines. So please, uh, we want everyone to have an amazing, great yes. time, but as well at the same time, be safe, be precautious, and, um, you know, uh, so that way yeah. we can, all of us can get back to doing more of this on the regular, you know, yeah. and kind of and kind of get back to, to somewhat of a normal. Yeah, live your life. Normal life. But behave behave practically and uh, as safe as you can. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So, um, yeah, so we'll put all the information as well. I mean, we have it on our website, which is andresmartinezmusic.com. Um What's your Instagram? So it's all together. Andres Martinez Music. A-N-D-R-E-S Martinez. M-A-R-T-I-N-E-Z Music. So all together. Andres Martinez Music.com. Uh, that's our website. Um, you can find us on social media at Ritmo Latino Band. R-I-T-M-O uh, Latino L-I. Excuse me. L-A-T-I-N-O Latino. Ritmo Latino Band. Um, uh, and that's how you can find us on social media on Facebook, on Insta. Uh, and like I said, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be posting all the goodies as far as the the information and and uh, I know my good friend this one time Juan uh, will will also put you know all this stuff on his podcast. And, we shall. And uh, and uh, the venue itself I know is doing all, all the promotions as well. So yeah, it's gonna be a good time, man. So it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Like I said, come down, be ready to be ready to do a little bit of dancing, have some amazing food, some good ass drinks, and just overall a good vibe. Like we said, we all know that. This whole situation, pandemic, has hit us hard in different ways, uh, all sorts of ways, and it's it's just going to be a great night to come come distress a bit uh, responsibly, uh, have a good time, and at the end of the day, come check out some live music. I mean, uh, that's that's for us. That's uh, that's how our community here in Phoenix and in Arizona can show us support uh, for yeah. us working musicians to just come out and supporting live music. Um, and not just necessarily for this event in particular, but any live music that you can that you can check out here in the valley, uh, I'm sure those musicians would appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, just like just like a lot of other industries, it, it's hit, it's hit the music biz and and the entertainment industry pretty hard. And uh, like I said, and, and uh, just just like it has hit other industries. So again, just it's it just uh, it's just a way of showing support. Um, uh, and not just again, not just for us, for the musicians, for the band, but for the venue itself, you know. Yeah, because um, the, these the, these businesses, a restaurant, uh, a band, it, it relies on physical presence. Right. So right. so that's definitely what what why it's been hit really hard. So it's good that again they're they're abiding by the guidelines, um, socially distancing. So if we can you know fill this place up to its capacity under COVID regulations, like that would be awesome. 
yeah yeah and it's and if you guys haven't been down there it's a pretty big venue it's a pretty big spot so yeah um again just uh if that's something that's worrying you as far as coming out uh it's a it's it's a it's a big venue so there's definitely a lot of space yeah, it's like two and a half bars right where where the actual music where we're performing at uh the bar is spaced out plus it has the patio mm-hmm. so it's 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 a huge space it'll it's have the open. doors open it's wide open yeah. um so if you know it's not it's not, it's not a small little joint where everyone's going to be enclosed just you know uh, shoulder to shoulder so if that's something that recirculated air is the big thing apparently so it's won't, right. won't so have that over they'll there they'll have the windows or the, the doors and, and, mm-hmm. the, and everything open and and uh, and again I think we're just stating it just because you know there, there are some people and understandably there are people that uh, by choice and their opinions is they, they, they are still maybe a little concerned as far as going out in public yes. or going out to public places and we totally get that we totally respect that um, yep but again you know we're doing all our part the venue I know the venue here itself is doing their part to to make you feel safe and 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 uh and again abide and follow all the, the social distancing guidelines and and uh and yeah it's it's gonna be a great night we'd appreciate you guys coming down we'd love to have you down here it's gonna be great it's gonna be fun uh we're gonna dance we're gonna get down um and uh yeah enjoy responsibly you know it's and uh it's, it's gonna be great perfectly said, uh, man. thank you to golden margarita for for having us out you know the for for putting this together and partnering with us and and uh taking to my good friend juan juan montoya uh for being a part of this whole production and and for the podcast thank oh, you brother for having me of course man and uh maybe next time maybe next podcast i'll bring some of my musicians and and we'll we'll kind of just jump we'll, in we'll, we'll have jump, a debate we'll jump into some other topics <laughs> yeah yeah and get down and, and maybe pl- maybe even play a little bit oh that'd be know, cool dude acoustically you know and yeah just play a, a song or two and yeah. Um, but yeah, but thank you for having me. It's it's a pleasure, man. You're a good ass friend. Yeah. I appreciate you. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. February 11th. All right, guys. Follow him and his band on social media. Like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff to all of our stuff here. And what's the and, podcast uh, again? Oh, it's this Juan Time. The podcast is this Juan Time. You can find me at Juan Time Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me at this Juan Time on Facebook, and uh, my website is this Juan Time. Uh, dot com. Juan J-U-A-N. <laughs> I do finally got a few items of merchandise on my website. So, uh, yeah, please feel free to support. Um, and uh, there's going to be tons more coming up. I, I got a whole nother website going to launch with a bunch of uh, golf designs. <laughs> I'm really into golf right now. So my apologies uh, if you're not. But um, <laughs> uh, all right, guys, I'm excited to uh, see, see you guys on Thursday if you're able to come out. And it was a pleasure to have Andres on. So uh, Thank thanks for brother. tuning in and uh, uh, be safe out there. All right. We love you. Adios. Gracias.